expectations help to shape your day-to-day reality, as well as the future reality you want to experience. And they show up in every relationship. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I'm really, really glad you've taken the time to tune in today. We've been talking a lot about relationships this month. It is February after all. And in this series, drawing a parallel between the relationships you have in other areas of your life, I'm curious to know how it is inspiring you to take a closer look at your relationship with money. I'd love to know what's bubbling up for you and what next steps you're taking as a result of. So send me a DM on Instagram to share. I really, truly look forward to reading your answers, and I cannot wait to read them. Now, on to today's show. According to Merriam-Webster, expectation is defined as, quote, a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future or be a certain way, end quote. Now, that's a pretty straightforward definition, right? Yet, expectation is a word that frequently tends to get a bad rap. What have you been told about having expectations? What has your history taught you about having them? Are you someone who is shy about having and expressing them, or are you bold in both respects? I'm a huge fan of expectations, as you may have guessed. Though I too am a work in progress when it comes to owning and communicating mine. But in my opinion, expectations, they are a natural part of life and of money and of running a business. They help to shape your day-to-day reality as well as the future reality you want to experience. They show up in every relationship, even the one you have with yourself. Yet, they do come with a bit of a paradox. There is one view that says having expectations that are too high or unrealistic is what leads to disappointment and frustration. Then there's the view that having expectations that are too low or realistic is what allows you to be surprised if the outcome you want happens and less defeated if it doesn't. And yet another says having high expectations and high standards leads to success in life with money and in business. For the last several weeks, I've been talking about relationships. I first asked you to see the parallels between important relationships in your life and your relationship with money. Then I asked you to consider how the traits that make a relationship healthy or not also show up in your relationship with money. Today, I want you to think about the role of expectations in your relationships. Because whether you're looking at your relationship with a family member or best friend, your money or your business as an entity or its prospects, clients or customers, expectations are bound to enter into the picture. 
They are, after all, a natural part of life. And one might say, managing them is a critical skill that continuously needs to be refined. The management part is where the tension frequently shows up. The tension comes from discovering more about the expectations you have, as well as those others have of you. This also includes getting curious about the source of your expectations. The tension comes from the process of adapting your expectations and being flexible, especially when you don't want to. The tension comes from trying to control what you cannot it also comes from not communicating your expectations, which then can, you know, even include not being honest with yourself about what you want and what you believe you deserve. So to help you manage the different dimensions of this tension, I offer up the following. I want you to think about the most recent time you were disappointed by an experience or outcome or had a disagreement with someone, what was the role of your expectations? Whether you describe the role as large or small, I bet it was a factor. And I'd also bet that the difference between being explicit and implicit or having explicit and implicit expectations played a role too. With person-to-person -person relationships, it's easier to notice the disconnect when you thought you were clear, but really weren't. And though less obvious, this disconnect can also show up with your money and in your business. So are you really clear about what you want money to do for you? Similar question about what you want from your business today and in the future. Now, I acknowledge my bias with this recommendation, but one of the reasons I proudly suggest the free exercise, the financial wheel, which you can go to the website and, and download and do for free and just go to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash wheel. But one of the reasons that I highly recommend it is because it is a way to tell money what it is you want it to do for you. It's also a way to tell your business what you want it to do for you too, because you have to make sure that you design your business, the business model, the sales process, the pricing strategy in such a way that it not only helps to make the business profitable and sustainable, but that profitability and sustainability automatically centers the health of your personal finances. And so that's why it's useful to be clearer than you might think you need to be and to check any assumptions that you are making. So as we tackle the tension, let's talk about those assumptions through the lens of agreement, control, and communication. Let's start first with agreement. Expectations, whether explicit or implicit, represent an agreement. An agreement represents boundaries. And boundaries are not static. They can shift for any host of reasons. Hence the need to be open, flexible, and adaptive. This is why it is important to have a process for checking in with yourself to see if your current agreements need to be renegotiated. And this includes even those agreements that you have with yourself. Now let's talk about control. 
you can influence outcomes, but you can only control effort. And all of your expectations require effort. You definitely play a part in fulfilling them. And to behave differently is to participate in a form of magical thinking. And this is one of the reasons I believe expectations gets a bad rap because folks are trying to control outcomes when their attention should be on controlling their effort. As you just heard me say that, did it at all feel like I am tapping you on your shoulder with a little bit of a gentle reminder of where to, to concentrate your attention? Know what the outcome is that you want, yes, but focus more on your effort. But that brings us to the third component here in terms of managing that tension, and that is communication. The thing about expectations is that they lead to conversations in your head, with others, and with external things like money and business. And hopefully, these conversations lead to understanding. Hopefully, these conversations help you navigate conflict with a bit more ease and grace. And hopefully, these conversations help you unabashedly own what you want and believe you deserve. As I said earlier, I am a fan of expectations, particularly high expectations. In my opinion, the difference between low and high expectations is that the former keeps you on the defensive, playing not to lose, whereas high expectations keep you on the offense, playing to win. You get to set your expectations in life with money and in business. You get to determine the relationship between your expectations and success or failure. But if I may be so bold as to make a suggestion, it is this, have high expectations and high standards. Let this become what is meant by self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, that is it for today's show. As always, I thank you so much for spending time with me and listening all the way into this point. And if this episode or this series about relationships is inspiring you to take a closer look at your relationship with money, let me in on the skinny. Tell me. I'd love to know what's bubbling up for you and what's, what's the next steps that you are taking or considering to take as a result of. So send me a direct message on Instagram to share. I really do look forward to hearing your answers or reading your answers more precisely. And if you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or perhaps this particular episode, please share it so that we can reach more people. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review because we do read them. If you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash jaquette. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash jaquette. I'll be back next week. I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money.